Hello, 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 and welcome to the Ball and All podcast, which is the South African made podcast about the NBA. It's a weekly podcast that gives you the news, a little bit of uh, of debate about what's happening in the past week in the NBA and what to look forward to in um, going forward. This week, we'll be talking about the MVP candidates already. We've gone through about 14, 15 games, so we can see what MVP candidates will look like, what will be on the ballot. Because when you're in the MVP, you vote for five guys. I'll give you my current five right now, and then you'll let me know what you think. Do hit me up um, on Twitter at Mpomareki, M-P-H-O-M-O-R-E-K-I. On Twitter, in the DMs or comments, I will answer. And also on Instagram at the same similar handle um, as well, where I post this. Or, or on the Podbean podcast. Do subscribe, guys. Do subscribe. Keep on forgetting. Please do subscribe, and you'll know when this comes out. It's a weekly thing. Um, it's an African-based podcast um, because we don't get a lot of NBA and SA, and so I thought maybe let me just whet people's appetite. Appetite, and guys will watch the YouTube clips and then get to see what I'm what I'm what I'm saying. Talk about the five MVP candidates. We'll talk about the two big games this week, which was the Clippers and the Celtics, where as versus and also Denver playing Houston because that had some very big implications in the West. Um, and then we'll talk about the games to watch out for as we're going into Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about Mellow. We'll always talk about Mellow and his first two games as a trailblazer. James Harden averages 38.4. James Harden averages 38.4. I'll say, yeah, he averages 38.4. Wow. Previous seasons, he's averaged about 30. Last season, I think he averaged about 36. Um, Let me just pull up his career stats here. Yeah, so... James Harden last season averaged 36. The season before, he averaged 30. So, can he get to 40? Last the earlier this week before they played Denver, he averaged 39.2. He's number one on my MVP ballot. Over everybody else, he's number one. Why? Because I've never seen in my lifetime someone put numbers like this before. They speak of the greats like Kareem, who who averaged 40, um, and and if he can get to 40, he deserves the MVP. It feels as though this season for James Harden is a revenge season to let us know that we missed out. We were incorrectly voted Giannis as MVP. But sorry, James, if you saw how big Giannis was last year in the regular season to get that Milwaukee Bucks team that didn't have the same similar star power as your team to the glory, the heights of the East. Um, then, 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 yeah. So that's the first one. The other one is the reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is uh, doing an incredible job um, for the Bucks. He's keeping up uh, with it. He's averaging 30 points per game, which is higher than he did last year. He is um, averaging 13 rebounds, and he's also averaging six assists. So it's a very good year for Giannis. Obviously, compared to J- James, not, not not that great. Number three on my ballot, and the guy I hope gets it, is LBJ, LeBron James. He's moved from being a forward to being and showing us how versatile he is. Everyone said he's the most versatile player to ever play this game. They say Michael's the most offensively clutch man in this game, that James is fighting for that, that, that title. Um, that Michael, obviously, six, six finals, six wins, that's, that's what. But LeBron James showing us this year that he's versatile. He's become the Lakers point guard and he's probably, he is arguably the best point guard in the league. He averages 11 assists um, in the league, which is the most of anybody in the NBA, even more than Luka Doncic. Um, and he averages, still averaging 25 with 
Anthony Davis on the floor. Obviously, LeBron averages 27. I think he'll probably get to 27 as the season goes on and, and as the team relies on him slightly more. But in his 17th year in the NBA, he's averaging 25, and he's added a stat line to that, and that is 11 assists. And for that, I think LeBron James is my pick, but he'll be third on my ballot. Number four, Luka Doncic. This kid's going to be an all-star in Chicago. I'm excited to see him play as starter all-star. Um, Dallas have a man in him. 29, averages 29.9 points, 10.6 rebounds, and 9.4 assists per game. Luka is not the tallest Dallas Maverick, but he is the best rebounder in that team. How is that? In a team that has Boban, in a team that has um, that has Maxi Kleber, who's pretty tall, and a team that has Kristaps Porzingis, this kid is insane. This kid's the second coming, the European version of LeBron. Literally, he's the European version of LeBron. He's smaller than LeBron. He's not he's not as big as LeBron, but he's the smallest. He's the European version of LeBron. And Luka Doncic is my four. Dallas are he is a show. They say Trey Young is a show. Luka is a show. Against the Spurs, 42 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists, career high. Against the Warriors, the Knights after that, 35 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Yes, the Warriors are a rebuilding project, but Luca is box office. That is my number fourth pick. My number five pick, I'm going to Toronto, Pascal Siakam. Most valuable has always been the guy who the team relies on. If he's not there, the team kind of suffers. Pascal Siakam has moved from 17 points per game to 25 points per game. He has 8 rebounds. He averages 4 assists. But in that Toronto team, he is that metronome. He, him and Fred Van Vliet are the guys that move, but Pascal is the leader of the Toronto team. And we all thought Toronto would be um, not up there in the East. They are. And Pascal Siakam is that guy. So that's my number 5. Hello, Africa. Um, let's talk about Mello's return. Mello returned. Um, he's wearing double zero now. Um, kind of letting you know how much he's getting paid, even though he's getting paid $14,000 a day. Um, Mello joined the Portland Trailblazers. He went straight into the starting lineup. They played him 24 minutes. They had not worked him out. They just signed a contract over the weekend um, on Philostic Friday. He said he needed the weekend, and he joined the team after the Houston game, and he went straight into the starting lineup. Why? The Trailblazers are desperate. Damien Lillard is injured, he's out with back spasms, so they had to get CJ, someone else who can score buckets, and that's what Carmelo can do. Scored 10 points when he played at, uh, at the number 4 spot um, in the first game. The only problem is his plus minus, which is the amount of points your team scores or concedes with you on the floor, uh, was minus 20. Um, yes, they did lose badly, but... Um, it, it was it's always a thing with Carmelo watch out for him defensively I don't think Carmelo is very good defensively which is why he was let go by Houston and OKC because whenever he was on the floor the team struggled defensively it was much better against the Bucks this morning he scored 18 points um, he had 7 rebounds 4 assists he was shooting 60% from the 3 point line and 40% from field um, catch and shoot Melo is great don't give him the ball to dribble give him the ball to catch and shoot and post up and get it to the hole his plus minus this time was minus 1 in a loss against the number 1 team in the East so that's a that's a good thing for Melo and we are happy for him that he's back in the league. Um, there are two games that happened this week. Um, the Celtics played the Clippers. Um, it was an interesting insight into what the best team in the East looks like versus the team that should be the best team in the West, being the Clippers. It went to overtime. 
This, we thought the Celtics would take it through. They led from the third quarter onwards, but the Clippers came back and they clawed back that lead. It was a 10-point lead halfway through the fourth quarter, but the Clippers brought it back with some great play from Patrick Beverly because Kawhi and Paul George were doubled, as well as Lou Williams were doubled. And so they led Patrick Beverly. Allowed, I would do the exact same thing the Celtics did, but Patrick Beverly punished them. Threes everywhere, anywhere, top of the key, top of the key onto the into the corner. He was just doing incredible and defensively was very good. So that was a good thing. 107-104 against um, in overtime, which was good. Jason Tatum had 30 points in that game. Denver then played Houston, which was, was an interesting, it was a litmus test for both teams. Where Denver is, it would show us where Denver is in the East, in the West, and also how good Houston's defense is. Houston's defense not that bad. 105 points to Denver score, uh, scored against them, but Denver's um, are, are the 23rd best of offense in the league. Their defense is great. They have, they allowed, their third in opponent's points allowed. So that's how good they are. And they showed it against Houston. They restricted them to 95 points. James scored 27. Russell scored 25. It wasn't enough as Jokic scored 27 and Jamal Murray came through and they beat the Rockets by 10. So watch out for Denver because I think now they're at number two and I think that's where they probably will end up depending on how well the Clippers run towards the end of the season. Next week, these are the games to watch out for. Boston play Denver. That's number two versus number two in East and West. Dallas play Houston. That's a nice little Texas derby there for people on Sunday. Miami play Philly, which is an interesting one. Obviously, you want to see how good Miami is in Philly. That Dallas-Houston game is uh, James versus Luka, so that's going to be good. The Suns play Denver, which is a very good up-and-coming team in the West against Denver. Um, Utah play the Bucks, which is also very nice. It's a very strong team in the West coming up against Milwaukee. And then for... And then for Thanksgiving, the Lakers go play New Orleans, which is Anthony Davis's return, so watch out for that. And Brooklyn play Boston, which means it's Kyrie's return to Boston. So it's going to be a nice Thanksgiving dinner for everybody. That is my me on this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And do tune in next week on The Ball and All Pod with Mpo. Um, and do subscribe and let me know what you think. Um, and sending me your messages and everything else. Thank you very much. Are you? Oh, uh, le sale, cacafiso.